50th anniversary celebration. This podcast is brought to you by Walt Disney Travel Company, Disney's official holiday specialist, bringing you great deals on Disney hotels, Disney tickets, and Disney holidays. They don't just sell Disney, they are Disney. Because Walt Disney Travel Company is part of the Disney family, you'll get that special Disney welcome and first-class service from the moment that you speak to them. Their Disney experts and website can help you plan your Disney holiday in detail. Whether your heart is set on a trip to Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, a Disney cruise, or a Disneyland Paris break. Plus, there are great deals and offers too. Now, on with the magic. Hello, Giovanna Fletcher here, and welcome back to Journey to the Magic, the official podcast from Walt Disney Travel Company. Now, over the past few weeks, we've heard from a whole range of celebs about their favourite Disney holiday memories. But today... On the last episode of the series, I thought we'd do something a little bit different. Over the last five shows, you would have heard us mention that Walt Disney World Resorts in Florida is celebrating a very special anniversary. It's the 50th anniversary, to be exact. So I thought, why not do a whole episode dedicated to this huge milestone? And who better to chat to than our brilliant Disney insider, Elkie? And... Joining us all the way from Florida, the PR director of Walt Disney World, Dave Coombs. Hello. Now, Elkie, as you know, has given us lots of fun facts and expert knowledge during this series. And she's able to do that because she trains travel agents for a living on all things Disney parks and resorts. That sounds like a really fun job. I have an amazing job. I get to train lots of lovely travel agents all around the UK and Ireland. And I have the best time talking about these three wonderful brands. So I always count my blessings to be able to work for Disney and to work with some amazing people as well. Plus, you get all the insider tips well early. (laughs) You're really I'm, on it. You know what's happening, Alki. I try to. Yeah, I definitely try. It's like I say, it's always changing as well. So every year I'm like, yes, I've got all those top tips. And then something else comes and I'm like, OK, it's time to get back on it and learn all, all these other great things as well. And not only that, but also like me, you had part of your honeymoon in a Disney World Resort. I did. Yes. It, again, best thing ever. Um, I was super lucky. I got married in Hawaii. And um, for listeners that maybe don't know, we do have a resort called Alani out in Hawaii. So we got to spend some time in Alani. And then also we went, flew back via California and we got to visit Disneyland as well. So, you know what, Elke, you make good life choices. <laughs> so do you. Thanks. <laughs> And I've known Dave for many years as he used to work in Disney in the UK for 10 years before making a big old move to Orlando at the beginning of 2020. We are all jealous. Uh, And prior to working for Disney, Dave was a journalist and video producer and even went on tour with the Spice Girls. I'm envious. Thank you very much for joining us. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Great. Thanks. Good to see you. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) To talk about the most magical celebration. Well, let's jump in. Because we've got the 50th anniversary coming up. It's a huge celebration. What can you tell us about what's happening? Well, I think it's safe to say, you know, this has been 50 years in the making. This is five decades of magic at Walt Disney World. And all the teams here have really come up with something incredible that befits such a milestone. And we're calling it the world's most magical celebration. 
And as Dave said, I think what for me is so exciting is this is going to be running for 18 months. So whether it's your first time visiting or your 50th, you really can get a classic favourite, see all of those new adventures unlike any other place on earth. And that's amazing because 18 months is a long period of time as well. So you've got time to get there. You have time, yes. I like that. (laughs) Maybe even twice if you're really feeling lucky. Now, something that people are really going to enjoy when they come here are what we're calling the beacons of magic. Every park at Walt Disney World has its icon, which is kind of the central piece in each park. So at Magic Kingdom, it's Cinderella Castle. Mm -hmm. At Epcot, it's Spaceship Earth. Um, At Disney's Hollywood Studios, it's the Tower of Terror. And at Disney's Animal Kingdom, it is the Tree of Life. And when night falls during the 50th anniversary... Each of these icons is going to be turned into a beacon of magic through the magic of lighting and projection. And they take on a whole new appearance and they really do look incredible. So um, it's something to enjoy when the sun goes down in each of our parks throughout the celebration. What I love is that both of you have got like proper insider knowledge and you've seen things. I feel like I just need to know more, like just keep picking at you. What does it mean? Takes on a new form. What does that mean, Dave? Well, honestly, I mean, I've seen them in action, obviously, now, and um, they truly look different. If you've seen any of our nighttime spectaculars, I know you've seen Happily Ever After in Mm -hmm. Magic Kingdom, G, but um, we have a new show now as well, which we can talk about. But when those projections hit the icons, they they already take on a new form. You know, we can do kind of visual storytelling in a way that just blows your mind. And these beacons of magic do exactly the same thing. You just look at them in a completely new way. I'm so excited. That's so cool. Because if you think about how the nighttime attractions change the castle, you know, and how that comes to life, I'm very excited. What else have you got for me, Alki? So something else really, really fun. Across all four Walt Disney World theme parks, we have the Disney Fab 50, which is 50 characters that will be featured in a new collection of special golden sculptures. And guests will be able to interact with the sculptures of Mickey and Friends as part of the 50th anniversary. So will they all be spread out across the parks then? They will, yes. So you can go on like a little hunt and have an interaction with all of them. So think Hidden Mickeys, but now we've got 50 (sighs) characters that will be featured in golden statues. I mean, this is right up my street. I'm going to have a notepad. I'm going to be crossing people off. I'm going to be trying to talk to cast members and seeing where I can get special like tips of where they are. You need to get a selfie with each and every one. That is a nice challenge, Dave. I'm there. (laughs) And also coming is Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. And I saw this, uh, Dave, you were actually with me in Disneyland Paris the first time that we saw that. We went on it and Buzz was actually, I don't think Buzz came on because he was only six months old but we went on and actually he's three months old um, but it was the most fun interactive ride that I had been on at that point and now it's coming to Walt Disney World. Yes we are so excited that Remy's Ratatouille Adventure has now opened in Epcot in the France Pavilion here at Walt Disney World Resort. Um, So if you know the France Pavilion um, at Epcot, it very much looks like real Paris. You know, it's got an Eiffel Tower and it's got all sorts of touches and flourishes that you associate with Paris. But now the pavilion's been expanded. So if you walk around to one side, you'll suddenly realise there's new signage and you go down a walkway and then you come into a whole new plaza at the back of the pavilion. And as you turn the corner, you go from kind of, 
a real looking Paris into Pixar's Paris, which actually feels and looks quite different. So very evocative of the, the scene in France. Um, Pixar actually uses a technology in its movie making called Crookedology to make sure that all the angles aren't 90 degrees and it actually mm -hmm. gives it a, the appeal and the feel of a Pixar film. And we've managed to create that, or the Imagineers have managed to create that in real life here at the pavilion. So you go round the corner, you enter this wonderful plaza, and then at the end is Remy's Ratatouille Adventure waiting for you to come and enjoy. I love that. And I also love that France, as we know it, is staying the same. There's just this, just go around the corner and there's something completely new. And is the ride going to feel very similar to the one I would have been on in France? Yes. So this is where guests feel like they've shrunk down to the size of Chef Remy. And the great thing about this is it's going to captivate all of your senses. So you'll be zipping, dashing and scurrying through the bustling kitchen, dining room and walls of Gusto's famous Paris restaurant. I can remember the heat coming at me. Yeah, and, and the just champagne like, bottle <laughs> that pops at you and you fly back. Yeah. So, so those fun. little things that just make everything come to life. I love it. Um, also, we've heard from a lot of the guests who have been on this series that they, they just have such a huge love for the nighttime shows. And I hear there's a brand new one coming to Epcot. And Dave, you might have had a cheeky little preview. Tell us all about it. It's called Harmonious. What can you tell us? Yeah, so for the 50th anniversary, we've actually got two new nighttime spectaculars what? here at Walt Disney World. In Magic Kingdom, we have Disney's Enchantment, um, but in, in Epcot, we have Harmonious, which truly, words can't describe. You're going to have to come and see it for yourself. Um, obviously, Epcot is on a multi-year transformation, and Harmonious is a big part of the changes coming to the park. And this is an incredible project. It's the Imagineering team and the, yeah. the Disney Parks Entertainment team working together. And we have these technologically advanced barges in the middle of the lagoon here at Epcot. And we have lasers, pyrotechnics, projection, and some absolutely stunning fireworks. You know, the kind of fireworks you haven't seen before. You know, we've been saying it all along, but this truly is one of the biggest spectaculars Disney has ever staged. And obviously... You know what our spectaculars are like, G. So yeah. this is truly incredible. Um, someone's described it as a beautifully crafted nighttime dreamscape. And that's true, but you're not dreaming. This is actually happening before your eyes. And the music is incredible. It's many, many of your favourites, but performed by over 100 different artists from around the world, creating a truly kind of global take on what a Disney nighttime show can be. That sounds amazing. Absolutely incredible. You've not seen it, have you, Alki? I haven't. But Dave, oh my gosh, that explanation. I felt like we were there. <laughs> so is it the same as it would have been in previous sort of nighttime experiences at Epcot? Everyone's going to be around the lagoon. Yes, you're around the lagoon. So many, many fantastic angles from which Incredible. to watch it. And actually every kind of angle you take, it'll look a little bit different. Um, the big LED barges are double-sided, so they can be seen wherever you are. And then in the middle, we have this wonderful center ring, which has water across it and then projections onto the water. So you're truly looking at images and pyro from every angle, wherever you are in Epcot. You know, everyone can enjoy. I mean, I can't believe you're saying it's going to be bigger than anything I've seen before. Because I, the first time for me going to Walt Disney World and seeing a firework display, my mind was blown. I'd never seen anything like it before. So I can't wait. I feel like this is going to be just beyond that. Um, so tell us now, because you've told me a little bit, what's happening in Magic Kingdom? So Magic Kingdom... 
we have Disney Enchantment. And as you know, Magic Kingdom is known for where the fairy tales come to life. And Enchantment is no different. It's all your favorite Disney stories woven together in a new way to create this wonderful nighttime spectacle. And then as well as being projected on the castle and of course the pyrotechnics in the sky, this time around, we also have projections all the way down Main Street, USA. (sighs) So this time you've now got to decide where it is you're going to stand to watch it. Because in the past, you kind of wanted to be right up front near the castle. And actually, if you stand further back, you get a whole different experience. So this one's going to be one to watch several times in order to get the whole effect. Oh, my goodness. Even Elkie's mouth has dropped. I mean, Magic Kingdom fireworks, right? There's this (sighs) feeling that's evoked when you watch grown men families that you know oh I'm not the biggest Disney fan and then you see them there shedding a tear Mm. I just can't wait for people to be able to experience that but that's the thing isn't it calling it fireworks it doesn't do it justice for what it is it's the way it moves you is so much more than what's going up in the sky. It's what's on the castle. It's it's the music that's it's playing. It's the feel. It's the, yeah. yeah. It's everything. You come out and and you feel like life is good. Humans are good. Dreams are amazing. And love is the best thing ever. You're making me emotional. <laughs> It's true, though. It's exactly that. Well, something else I am very, very, very excited about. Um, There's a small, very low-key, I would say, Star Wars experience coming to Walt Disney World. Um, I'm only talking about Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. It's not being called a hotel. So what is it? I'm a big Star Wars fan, G. So (laughs) this is the question I'm hoping you ask me. So what I can tell you is that the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is going to be opening spring 2022, which I know lots of people are waiting for. And this is going to be a two-night immersive adventure in a galaxy far, far away that goes beyond. And when we say beyond at Disney, anything we've ever created before. Tell us more, Dave. Tell us more. Elkie's passing it over like, what else can I I'm say? You tell us, you tell us. <laughs> Obviously, your adventure begins at Walt Disney World and you drive up to the Galactic Star Cruiser Terminal and you go on your voyage. So you leave your car, you take what you want with you, um, you get into a pod which goes through hyperspace and takes you to the Halcyon Star Cruiser. And once you're on board, you truly are in a galaxy far, far away. So every window looks out on space and everything's coordinated. So if you're potentially opening your room and looking through your window and then you look on the corridor opposite you, they will have a completely different view on space. So it's it's amazing. And then what you go on is this two-day, two-night adventure where everything around you is an immersive story and you can choose to be part of it and really jump into the adventure. And if that's not for you, you can sit back, go to the lounge, have a drink, watch your family enjoy it or your friends enjoy it. Um, it's completely up to you. So whether you're, as somebody said the other day, whether you're a Star Wars fan or you're, you love someone who is a Star Wars fan, you can enjoy this any way you want. Tom was saying to me when he first told me about this, and it could be completely wrong, that people will have a chance to also dress up. Is that a thing? Yes. So this is exciting. <laughs> you will be able to dress the part in the Galactic Star Cruiser and truly be part of your adventure in a whole new way for us. 
Um, so yeah, that is going to be a key component of it. If you want to dive in, bring all your best Star Wars robes and attire, come on down <laughs> and enjoy. It really will be incredible. And you will get a chance to train with lightsabers. You get to take an excursion to Batuu and spend time on Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And then the adventures you have on Galaxy's Edge will also then affect what goes back on in the Star Cruiser. It's truly a linked up experience like we haven't done before. In fact, your choices right from the beginning will affect your story and your journey through the adventure. Oh, imagine if you mess it up right at the start. (laughs) I believe we'll forgive you. bad times you get caught by some baddies <laughs> well that's the thing you're gonna to have to decide which side you want to be part of as well now dave is this something for the whole family or is this something i should leave the kids with the grandparents for and me and tom go on or is it something that everyone can enjoy literally something for everybody to enjoy so i would not leave the kids behind i don't think they would forgive you g <laughs> <laughs> And Dave, if I'm going to be somewhere for two days, what I'm eating is very important. What will I be eating while I'm there? I hear you. It's the same for me. (laughs) Food on holiday is so important. And the food on Galactic Star Cruiser is incredible. I mean, it looks out of this world. The chefs have really gone to town and created dishes that live in a galaxy far, far away. And the tastes are incredible too. So this is going to be as much of a space adventure. It's going to be a culinary adventure as well. And the excitement of the trip is going to start almost as soon as you get on board. Um, you actually go and you learn how to operate the bridge. And you might be wondering why. You know, Why do I need to get on board um, and learn how to operate the bridge? Well, that will come to pass as your adventure unfolds. Being able to use uh, the technology on the bridge will actually become very useful um, as you become deeper and deeper. Otherwise, you stay there forever. Into the story. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and the bedrooms... We've already put some images out, but yeah, they truly look like what you would expect a space bedroom to look like. And the Halcyon is very much um, kind of the refined end of what star cruising is like. So these are the kind of the top notch um, staterooms that you would have in space. Everything about them is themed to this adventure. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. (laughs) Um, Well, the last time I went to Walt Disney World. Um, It was not finished. It was not open. But at the end of 2019, Star Wars Galaxy Edge did launch. Um, Is it great? Are you loving that? Elkie, have you been there? Gee, us Star Wars fans, we're tough critics. So I was like, okay, we'll experience it and see if it's everything I'd hoped it to be. It was everything and more. It was just out of this galaxy. It's the largest single-themed land expansion ever as well. So the fact that we have like a replica of the real-life Millennium Falcon and you just walk up and you see it there and then, it's just, for Star Wars fans, it is a must, an absolute must. Um, And I have some really cool facts for you as well. So on Galaxy's Edge, there is a place called Savi's Workshop, which does require reservations. But this is where a group known as the Gatherers will help guide guests into how to construct your very own lightsaber. And the cool fact here is there's actually over 120,000 possible combinations to choose from. Whoa! I know. That's a lot. What I love is that it's really going to give you that extremely unique experience and every guest is going to walk away with this amazing lightsaber that is chosen by them. 
Also, two attractions not to miss within the land. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, which puts you as the guest in the famous cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I mean, just as a Star Wars fan saying that. Um, what I love about this attraction, you can be either a pilot, an engineer or a gunner, and every role is crucial. Turns out I'm not the hand Solo that I thought I was. Oh, no. Um, but equally, it's still a really great attraction <laughs> that I really would say, whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, absolutely worth doing. The second attraction in the land is Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. This attraction features multiple ride systems that is unlike anything we've ever seen or experienced before. I get so excited when you say things like that because I know it's true. (laughs) We've never seen anything like it before. (laughs) I know. I've, I've done this one, so I can tell you it definitely isn't like anything we've ever done before. And the concept of this attraction is that you are joining part of the Resistance. And for the non Star Wars fans, the Resistance are the goodies. And you're on a mission, but along the way, you're trying transport is captured by an imposing first order star destroyer they're the baddies yeah um which as you can only imagine it means that you're going to see stormtroopers you're going to come face to face with kylo ren this is like major you feel like you are in the middle of a movie but equally having done this attraction with non-star wars fans you just don't know where to look there's so much great stuff to look at so it's really really one not to miss So Dave, you are there, you've moved there, you're there a lot. Is there any little known spots that you think, you know what, people should really visit those? Do you know what? There are so many in Galaxy's Edge. It's an incredible land. As Elke says, you've got these two big attractions, but between those, you've got this atmospheric marketplace where the sights and sounds of what's being prepared and sold in Batuu is going on. You've got the Ronto Roasters, where you can go and have what is essentially a space kebab, which is Fantastic. Do not miss. Um, But there are little tucked away areas as well, like Ogre's Cantina. Now, you do need to kind of make sure you've got a booking for that so you can get into Ogre's Cantina. Um, But once you get in, it is like being in the scene, the cantina scene from Star Wars. (laughs) It's amazing. So you get to live another part of the Star Wars fantasy, which is great. Um, And I would also say, in terms of little known places, just pause and take it all in because the details of Galaxy's Edge are just so incredible. Like one visit just isn't enough. So you need to just make sure you give yourself time to soak it up because what the Imagineers have done in Galaxy's Edge is, it's stellar. Mm. Elke, have you got a favourite bit? And Imagine it always said to me, we've got two attractions, but actually we class it as three because the land itself is so spectacular. To just be able to walk around, you can go and buy blue milk, which Mm. (laughs) in the movie, A New Hope... That's where you see Skywalker ordering the blue milk. So the little nods yeah. are so great. So yeah, definitely walk around, enjoy the atmosphere. If you've got time, try and spot the little hidden Millennium Falcon <laughs> on the big falcon. That's always a real fun thing to do. So. I love that. I love that that's one of your fun things. <laughs> Such a Star Wars dad. <laughs> okay, out of the whole of Walt Disney World, it's a big place. What is your hidden gem? You can choose one. You can choose more if you just cannot choose. Who wants to go first? Go on, Dave. I'll let you go first. He might nick yours, Elke. I'm just saying. 
Okay, places with views. That's one of my things. And we have some fantastic restaurants and locations with incredible views. Um, actually, outside the parks as well, if you go to Coronado Springs Resort and the Grandestino Tower, if you go to the very top, we have a restaurant called Toledo um, with incredible views. And actually, you can see the fireworks at night from that restaurant. And then if you go over to Magic Kingdom, we have California Grill, which has a wonderful view across Magic Kingdom. So you can watch the nighttime spectacular as you're dining, which to me, you know, you can't beat that. It's amazing. And then for something a little more low key, we have Geyser Point at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, which is out by the water, super relaxed. You can have a bite to eat and a drink and just watch the sun go down. So kind of a real contrast to those theme park days, but Mm. just as magical and really relaxing. We've watched the fireworks from California Grill before. And I've got to say, there's nothing quite like watching the show after having some really good food. I'm very happy as I stand out there watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? And that view's amazing up there. It's so good. So good. Elke? I feel like I'm going to continue the theming of great locations to dine. So I love food. I'm not complaining. (laughs) So for me, Disney Springs... There is a wonderful restaurant called The Boathouse. So if you like seafood, it's spectacular. Lots of other food as well, but the seafood is particularly amazing. But just outside of The Boathouse, they have an amphicar. So it's a car that goes out on the water. Yes, we've seen these and the kids always say, can they go on them? And we're like, no, next time. (laughs) Um, And another one that I have is something I mentioned on an earlier episode. But honestly, for me, the magic shots, part of the memory maker, I think it's such a hidden gem because so many families love taking photos out in the parks. But to incorporate that Disney magic within those photos, I think is so wonderful and gives them memories to cherish for a lifetime. So for me, that's my hidden gem. And I always tell people to get Memory Maker and use those magic shots. (laughs) They're great. Okay, guys, you know what we're going to do now? We're going to do Lightning McQueen quick buy around okay that's what it's called are you both ready i'm going to give you two options you choose one it's going to be snappy both looking ready okay elkie's right really ready okay moana or beast elkie go moana dave beast oh of course i'm bearded it's gotta be beast (laughs) (laughs) dull whip or churros dull whip dull whip every time thrill ride or character meet and greet character meet and greet oh for me it'll be a thrill ride okay Poncho on water rides or get soaked? Get soaked. In the Florida heat, I think it's fine to get soaked. It's so good to get soaked. You almost want to go on them just to cool down a bit. Okay. Peter Pan's flight or Expedition Everest? Expedition Everest. Mm. Peter Pan's flight because I get to look at London from above, which makes me feel like I'm home. Someone's homesick. (laughs) Uh, Planner or play by ear? Oh, it's very quick fire. I'm a bit of both. I love to plan, but then I flex my plans on the fly. So kind of both. This is a quick fire where you choose one, Dave. (laughs) Sorry. Planner. (laughs) That's the thing, though. I think the great thing about going to Walt Disney World is you you plan those certain things. So you know that you're hitting those points. And then the rest of it, it's that third part. It's, It's knowing that you're immersing yourself in the world and being able to just enjoy it. So you're not rushing around. You're just there anyway back onto the quick fire uh star wars galaxy edge or pandora oh my gosh um 
They're pulling very funny faces right now. It's like asking to choose between their babies. <laughs> Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Dave. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, yes. Okay. Disney merch or holiday attire? Oh, Disney merch. Oh, that one's tough. I'm going to say Disney merch too. Thrill seeker or bag holder? Thrill seeker. Yeah, always a thrill seeker. Parks by day or parks at night? Parks by night. Yeah, I think parks by night. But then, yeah, parks by night. I'm going to stick to my choice. Ah, oh, it's just so magical though, isn't it? That's a really tough one. I think the nighttime spectaculars sway yeah. me a little more. That's very, very true. And the golden hour is just beautiful. So almost the halfway between is like, yeah. it's just an incredible time, especially if you're taking holiday photos. It can yeah. look amazing. Well, thank you so much, Elkie and Dave. I can't tell you how excited I am now to revisit Walt Disney World. I really am. I can't wait. I want to get on a flight right now. And just like that... We are at the end of the series. I can't believe it. Thank you to all my wonderful guests. I hope that us chatting all things Disney has brought you some magic in these very strange times. And look out for Journey to the Magic in 2022 as I've lined up some more guests to chat to. Bye. <laughs>